Welcome back to Unsolicited Excuses. Today, I look at the question asked often with siblings, friends, and in the Black community. Am I my brother's keeper? Now, the first memory of this saying is not holy. It is from New Jack City. G Money asked, am I my brother's keeper? Nina Brown's response, yes, I am. The outcome was the same as in Genesis 4 between Cain and Abel. They both ended with murder. In Genesis 4-9, the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? Cain's answer, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? The fact that God chose to say, Where is Abel, your brother, caught my attention. Because Cain knows his brother. It is as if God was trying to get him to connect. He is responsible for him as his brother. But that was a no-go. Abel went into the field with his brother, who he trusted, not realizing he would rise up against him and take his life. Just like Cain's offering, he still insulted God with less than the truth. His heart was no different. Cain knew good and well that God knew. Here, we can see the beginning of generational cycles. Remember, Adam and Eve, mom and dad, they were asked in the garden, how do you know you are naked? We now read in Genesis 4.10, What have you done? Your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Last episode, I mentioned memory game from my childhood. It is as if the story of his parents' deceit in the garden was laid out and he couldn't remember the consequence card that went with the lying to God. Because of that, just like in New Jack City, we have two brothers, two are murdered, two survive, but they reap consequences. What have you done? Cain's response to God was a tone of, why are you asking me where he is? I am not responsible for his whereabouts. Or, that is how it played out in my head. Now that I have lived more, I realize the Bible is not boring. You have to read it like you are in the moment. Now, murder seems extreme for sibling rivalry or any relational troubles not only in family, but in the workplace as well. Murder can be done by tearing someone down with your words, actions, and yes, betrayal. What have you done? The question rings true today. Jealousy is a daily killer of not only joy, but also peace. It is sabotage of progress due to concern that you will not get ahead in the race of life. But are you both even trying to make the same mark? While Cain gave less than Abel, from where he was thinking in comparison was not where God was checking. Both sacrifices serve different purposes. Wheat versus meat. There was never a comparison of product with God, but the heart intent. Are you giving God less than your first daily? Are you waking up saying thank you? Are you taking the time to talk to God, a.k.a. prayer, which is truly a conversation? God was looking at the heart. I say this because for present comparison, ask yourself, if you are competing with another who is trying to get where you are in character and in skill, not to replace you. I often hear there is room at the top for everyone, but I don't see that in the day-to-day workplace. Are you trying to join them? Are you trying to grow with them? They're not looking at you as competition. They're looking at you with admiration as a mentor. They see that you are growing 
and they want to grow as well. No one follows a stuck person, place, or thing. Are you a visionary, a creative mind? And if you let down your guard to the person who you are trying to block, they could be the very answer to your prayer. I identify them as plan executors. Doing life alone in any area of life is a choice. I cannot stop you from making that. But ask yourself, do you really want to rise up alone? Consequence. Genesis 4, 12 through 15. God gave the consequence. As Cain pleaded for mercy, he did not give his brother. It's like this study I'm recording right now. A script played out. God says, murder and lying, you will work the ground and it will not yield to you. Meaning it will not reproduce for you. Cain, take me, Lord. The punishment is too great, God. You are removing me from you. They will kill me. Cain is now connecting that he was covered by God even when he was cheating God in his earlier sacrifice. God's response, no easy ways out. I will mark you so folks know not to bring harm to you and you will walk out this life consequence. Now that is really alone. What have you done? Lying and deceiving not only draws out the punishment, it can lead to consecutive sentences. Cain was marked, the work of his hands to the ground would no longer respond, as if it was not enough that the onlookers would know that he took his brother's life. Doing the right thing or face the consequence really does start young. For my children, it can be me repeating myself over and over the things that they have done or have not done that tipped me over. I hear myself telling them, if you would have told me before I found out, I, if I, before I even had to ask you, I would not be so upset. If you would have washed the dishes yesterday, you wouldn't have so many while you are tired now. So lose the attitude. What have you done? This is a question that I ask myself when I am doing a self-check. I have said too many times to include within the last few days, charge it to the game. Consequences will happen, but no need to add to the consecutive sentences of delay of doing the right thing. The first time, even if I fail, I do not want to be like Cain, pleading for God not to leave me. I do not want to be like King Saul. Okay, that's another study for another day. Look, you can hear the word of God told over and over as I have myself, but until I started putting in the work, until you start to do the work, you will not hear God's word for you. Or the next time he asks, what have you done? How will you answer? Will you take ownership? Will you play like you don't know what he's talking about? My advice to you, when God says, what have you done? You simply answer by telling the truth and saying, I ate the apple. Thank you for checking in. Until next time, remember, as long as you have breath in your body, God is for you.